Welcome to the Boldness Disability Character Flares on 3CR. My name is Rafael Caleb. The Boldness is about standing up for your human rights instead of waiting for some well-meaning person to give them to you. Now we've got two very, very important, or I should say three very important announcements today. The first one is that the Boldness is very happy to announce Leisure Options is now the Boldness Program sponsor. Thank you very much to Leisure Options. We have got a new panellist, Loz McLeish and Murdoch McLeish with Kelly Whitworth from Ribbon Nations. And here can we have a big round of applause for them. And most of all, the very exciting news is that at this time of the year, there is Melbourne Fringe Festival. And right now, on the line, I have Kristen Emerson from the Blurry Borders Blind Photographer Exhibition. How are you today, Kristen? Good, thanks, mate. Doing well. How are you? I'm very well, Kristen. How are you? Good to hear. Yep, keeping well, thanks. Now, can you tell us, sort of like, your exhibition is Blurry Borders. What's that about? Okay, so for me, I'm legally blind. I only have minimal vision in one eye. And I found photography to be a good way to see the detail in an otherwise blurry world. And a couple of years ago, I was very lucky to get the opportunity to travel um, around Asia with my younger brother, Caleb. And so I take the camera and use that as a way for me to be able to see the site. So I take pictures when I'm travelling so that I can put them on the computer and have a proper look. And then earlier this year, uh, I was asked by a representative from Regional Arts Victoria to do an exhibition in Swan Hill. And that sort of has grown into, I think, about five or six exhibitions now, and one of which is up at Reading's Bookstore outside on the wall at the moment as part of Fringe Festival. 
It certainly is. Now, the address of readings is 309 Ligon Street, Carlton. And whereabouts at readings is your actual exhibition? So it's on the outside walls of the main bookstore, readings. So just in between readings and readings kids. So, yeah, I thought we'd try something a little bit different instead of having just an exhibition in a gallery or somewhere like that to take it outside and have it on the street so that as many people that are just walking past can have a look. Now, is that, Kristen, take, take us back. Let's talk your, your interesting photography. Where did it all begin? Like something to do with gardening? Yeah, so it sort of came about by accident, really. Um when I was younger, like most people, you know, I liked getting a camera and taking the odd picture, but nothing too serious. But I enjoy getting out in the garden, particularly growing veggies in the veggie patch. And, of course, with very limited sight, I could never read the seed packets. So it was hard to know what seeds I had, let alone what I was meant to do with them. So I was very lucky in that my mum had a digital camera so I started just taking pictures of the seed packets and then I could take them inside, put them onto the computer and on the computer screen actually read what the writing was. Right. And then it... from there I just started, you know, since I was out in the garden with the camera, mucking around, taking photos of the garden and different plants. And then one day when I was out picking strawberries with my little niece, I quickly took a photo of her um, enjoying the strawberries which was quite amazing because whilst I'd spent a lot of time with her, I'd never really been able to see her face properly or especially the expressions on her face. But I could see through the photo just how much she enjoyed munching down on that strawberry. So from there I just started yeah, playing around a bit more and trying to see the world that way. Right, is that with the strawberry that... Is that because you're drawn, like your photography, it's characterised by having a lot of bright colours? Yeah, yeah. So particularly when I'm travelling, uh, the bright colours that attract me, that's what sort of stands out that I can see. I can't see a lot of detail in things, but yeah, if something's brightly coloured, well, that grabs my attention, whether it's someone in a bright clothing like swan around India and places like that or sometimes it's balloons in the streets or could be a coloured boat, just anything that sort of grabs my attention. It's what I like to take photos of. Now, is that Kristen, I'm going to do an audio description of myself. I think mm-hmm. we've got some uh, blind people and vision impaired people who are listening tonight and they're going to go on the podcast. I said, my name is Raphael Caleb. I'm around six foot tall with bald hair or a bald head, very, very clear light blue eyes. They're like a sapphire. I've got very clear skin. Usually I wear a very bright top, like an African top. It's called a dahiki, which is the one I'm wearing at the moment. It's bright blue. It's got black, purple, red, yellow and orange swells through it with blue jeans and brown shoes. Very nice. And Actually, for, 
for the listeners, uh, you and I met at the at readings last week, and I did mean to comment on your shirt. Oh, well, th- nice and nice and bright, and yeah, kind of thing I like. Well, thank you very much for that, Kristen. Is what I was one of the things I did. If people would look to look on social media, is that Kristen, you're used to being behind the lens. What's it like when somebody's actually photographing you instead? <laughs> Oh, look, it's a bit strange. I'm, yeah, I'm not usually one for being in the photos. I'd rather be taking them. But, of course, like I like taking photos of people myself because it's how I can see them. So whether it be hanging out with you or when we're travelling, we get a lot of people coming up wanting to take selfies with us. So, yeah, no, I don't mind posing along. I don't know how good it looks in the end product, but uh, I'm happy enough. Oh, look, as I was actually very happy with the results of um, the photos yeah. that I put on social uh, media of you. I thought that was great. And while we were yammering in front of your exhibition, there was an Asian gentleman who was very pleased to have a chat with you. I'd like to talk, yeah. do you recall the conversation? Can you remember some of the comments he said? Oh, look, I think he was, like a lot of people, just surprised that someone with low vision or someone who's blind sort of could take photos and, like yourself, quite enjoyed the the colours and all those sorts of things. But, no, I think he was, yeah, quite interested. And it, it's sort of funny, Raphael, that I read when you posted that he was an Asian man, whereas yeah. when I'm talking to him, I can't see that at all. doesn't... So to me, you know, people are just people. I have, yeah, can't see that at the time. Right. Now, is that, Kristen, one of the things about the Blurry Borders exhibition, you've got a very important accessible feature. I'd like to tell us about it. Sure. So one thing I made sure to do right from the start when organising these exhibitions oh, is to get all the photos audio described. Uh, with the help of Description Victoria, Will there did a fantastic job. And so that way, if you know other people with low vision or no vision, they can still experience the photos as well. Because for me, photos is a big part of how I experience travelling and how I experience the world. So I wanted to make sure that everybody else could also experience those photos and have access to them. Now, Christine, is that we've actually got the co-host of The Boldness who's come to the studio. Welcome to the show, Finn. Hello. Hello, Christine. Hello, Hello, how are you? I'm very well. Uh, apologies for, for my tardiness. Now, um, <laughs> what, I've obviously I've missed the start of the show, so excuse me if you've covered this question. Does it worry you, I suppose, the first question you're always likely to be asked is um, about being a bl- being a blind f- photographer and and your ability to take photos as a res- result. Does that, do you think people should consider your art for art's sake rather than focusing on that? Oh, look, I, oh, I don't mind people. I can understand that, you know, when people hear the word blind photographer that that's something that's an interest that they want to ask about. And to be honest, at the end of the day, I'm not 
trying to be, you know, a professional photographer. Photography is something that I enjoy and something that I very much want to share with other people who might be low vision, that photography is a way that they can, you know, see things that they wouldn't be able to see. And I guess for, for not just people with any disability, but people everywhere, it's a shows that, you know, that things might be hard in life, but if you think think outside the box, that you can still find a way. Um, but at the same time, it is good sometimes when people just see the photos and they don't necessarily read the information at first and don't know I'm blind, and then they're quite shocked to, you know, they enjoy the photos and then they're quite shocked to, to know that I'm blind. So... At the end of the day, if I can, you know, help to change a few people's minds and show that people with disabilities can still do lots of things and do have interests, no, I don't mind at all if what people want to ask. Now, Kristen, is that talking of making changes, before we go to the second half of the interview, let's play our community announcements, especially the one which is of our new program sponsor, Leisure Options. We're going to play some community announcements, which would be really, really good. Now, quickly between ourselves, Finn, what are some of the features you see as accessible as far as bringing things into being included, like image descriptions on social media? Um, yeah, I think people... I th- think image... Uh, Image descriptions, obviously, captions, uh, captioning things are, are very good. I think just being concise about the words that are used and really trying to include everyone in your your social media is uh, the best thing you can you can do. Any thoughts, Kristen? No, look, that's. That's, yeah, I agree totally. Things need to be accessible for everyone. Um, and, yeah, a, a good point about keeping it concise. Um, I like to write, and sometimes I ramble a bit too much. So that's a good thing to keep in mind, to keep it short, keep it concise and to the point. Now, are we, are we, are we playing some community service announcements or are we not? No. We, we will be in just a few months. The Boldness would like to thank Leisure Options for their support of this program. Leisure Options creates barrier-free holidays and travel that liberate people with disabilities. To find out more, check out leisureoptions.com.au or find them on Facebook. Most LGBTIQ people experience positive, intimate and family relationships. However, like cisgendered heterosexual people, some LGBTIQ people experience abuse and violence in their relationships. With Respect is a new family violence service for LGBTIQ plus Victorians, providing counselling and recovery programs for victims and survivors of family violence and help for people using violence who want to stop. With Respect is a partnership between queer Space, Thorn Harbour Health, Switchboard Victoria and Transgender Victoria. For more information, visit withrespect.org.au or call 1-800-542-847. With Respect is not a crisis service. If you need immediate help, call 000. A 3CR supporter. 
Welcome back to The Boldness, Disability Current Affairs. My name is Rafael Caleb, and we are talking with Kristen Emerson from the Blurry Borders Exhibition. Welcome back, Kristen. Thank you, and congratulations on the sponsor as well. That's very kind of you. Now, is that, there's actually been quite a great deal of interest on social media about the Blurry Borders exhibition. Places like, what sort of camera do you use, Kristen? So, the camera that I have been using is a Nikon or Nikon D5200. Um, but I've just recently upgraded to a D7200. So certainly not, <clears throat> sorry, certainly not the top of the line digital cameras. They're a bit too expensive for me. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's served me well so far. The Nikon's right, and I, people like Blind Citizens Australia, Fishing Australia, the Utah School for the Deaf and Blind, Arts Access Australia, and Melbourne Fringe Festival were also very interested in this interview with you too. Wow, fantastic! There you go. Very good. Now, Seth, with your exhibition, there's a little bit of a story that goes with them. Like, there's a fantastic photo from memory. It's the one where you're in a temple, something about an armed guard. Ah, yes, that one with the armed guard was from uh, in Pakistan. So up in the mountains right near the Afghanistan border. And while we were travelling there, we had to, yeah, have an armed guard with us at all times. What in- so the, the guard isn't in the photo that I've got on show because I didn't want to stereotype the place as being, you know, a violent place or a place of guns because the reality is the people there are very friendly people, very peaceful people, uh, very colourful in their outfits. So that's the kind of thing that I'd rather focus on and show the world because we see enough guns and those sorts of things on the news every night, but that's not, you know, that's not the reality of people's or that's not how people want to live. Right, it actually is a very tranquil shot now. Finn, you're going to ask something? I was. What I've noted from having a look at your work, you seem to be inspired by people and their their stories and your surroundings when you visit various parts of uh, the world, like Myanmar and and uh, India and China, I think you've been to. What um what what reaction do you get from the people you you photograph? Because there are there are cultural sensitivities around disability, which um. Other cultures don't necessarily sh- share our v- views on disability. So, what what have yeah. you what what has been the re- uh, people's response to you? Uh, look, most for the most part, people have just been very, very, very friendly. Where wherever we go in the world, whether it's Pakistan, Laos, Myanmar, uh, Indonesia, people just very, very, very friendly. Um, for the listeners, I wear an eye patch over one eye, which I need to to make the other one work, and I also use a white cane. But to be honest, in a lot of the countries I've been to, they don't use a white cane, 
so they don't know that that's a symbol of blindness. And I don't think that they really realise just how little sight I have. Um, but, no, look, people people have been very, very friendly. And wherever wherever we go, we try to learn a little bit of the local language so that we can say hello and have, you know, just a basic chat. And people really appreciate that as well. So they they realise that we're going to the efforts and showing them respect. And so they show that respect back. Now, Kristen, is that part of your travels... Would you be interested in going to places like the Taj Mahal or off the beaten track? What would be your preference? Oh, I'd much rather go off the beaten track, definitely. Um, For instance, we spent four months in India and we didn't go to the Taj Mahal because that, I mean, if I want to see a photo of the Taj Mahal, I can see thousands of them online. And when I'm at a place like that, it's, you know, you end up sort of talking to other tourists. but for, And also for me, because having low vision, it makes it really hard just to see the site, see the normal tourist site. So what we prefer doing is just travelling around maybe to places where not as many tourists go and then the local people are much more interested in us. So then we can have a conversation with them and just see how they live their daily lives, which to me is, is a lot more interesting than just the normal tourist site. Now, Kristen, one of the benefits then of going to see the Blurry Borders exhibition is people would be able to see parts of the world which most people would never have heard of or visited then, so they'd yeah. be pretty exclusive shots then, wouldn't they? Well, I guess so, yeah. Some of them, yeah. Like, for example, is the there's a photo where I think you were coming out of uh, Monk's Cave or Temple Cave? Yeah. Talk us through it. So that one was in Myanmar. Uh, That was to get to... There was a little lake that's in the photo and with mountains behind it. And that lake is completely cut off. The only way you can get in there is through cave systems. So in that case, it was about a or a kilometre or longer through the cave. Um, at the start of the cave, there was quite a few Buddhist uh, Buddha mm. statues and the like. But then as we kept progressing through the cave, it was just blackness, just dark. So normally when we're travelling, I follow behind my brother. He does all the leading and does a fantastic job. But that was one case where for a little while I had to take the front because the cane sort of let us know which direction we should go. And then coming out of the cave after a long walk, barefoot, um, just beautiful, beautiful light sort of filtered through the trees and coming through. I took took a few pictures there and one of them, yeah, is up on the exhibition. But just a very, very quiet, very serene sort of place. One of those sort of felt a bit like another world, I guess, because it's so isolated and hard to get into. Yeah, it just felt like its own little little, little world all of its own. Now, Kristen, sadly, we, we're almost out of time, so I'm going to ask, what is the... You've got your exhibition on it, readings in Carlton, just in the 
the alleyway there. What, what, what's your personal highlight of the exhibition? Uh, well, my favourite picture. Well, my favourite picture varies often depending on what country I've just been thinking about. But there's another one from Myanmar, uh, which is just coloured boats. So coloured boats, all one in front of each other, that just go across like lines across the image, um, with two people sort of sitting on the boats in the middle. And for me, that's just a very, very simple sort of photo. Um, but again, the colour jumps out at me. So that's one that you know, whenever I go to one of my exhibitions, that's the first one that I can see on the wall because it just jumps out at me. So that's one that I always enjoy. Now, Kristen, is that I'm going to, I'd like 30 seconds about your artist talks like up at the Tuka Library. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, that's always fun to do. Uh, I had about 30 people yesterday, 200 at a school a couple of weeks before. And look, just a good way to share with the wider community that those of us with disabilities still have interests still have passions and can contribute. Uh, I think it's, yeah, good for people to to see that and hear that. Fantastic. Well, we should just um, let people know your exhibition is on at Readings in Carlton. How long for? Uh, till the 29th, I think it is, till the end of the Fringe Festival. And that, that's just in, is that just in the, the alleyway there? Yeah. And and I can also recommend uh, the f- photo you, you you described before your favourite. It's a very it's a very striking image. So I encourage people to g- get along to see your exhibition. And uh, thank you very much for joining us this evening, Kristen. Ah, oh, look, thank you both very much. It's been an absolute pleasure talking with you. Thanks, thanks very much. That was Kristen Emerson. Emerson. Who is a, a visual? Who is a photographic artist? On uh, who has an exhibition on currently has at re- readings in Carlton as part of the Fringe Festival. Now his actual um, website is www.blindasabackpack.com, and that's also on Facebook as well. That's blindasabackpack.com, um, and we'll put those details up with the. Po- podcast won't we Raphael? we certainly will finn now there's something you'd like to say uh is there okay. about melbourne fringe is that there's a number of um uh, great inclusive shows uh, yes um yes there is there is a number of great inclusive shows uh and uh, such as koala which is um by our friend heidi everett which is showing across i think it's at north or darabeen around the city of darabeen darabeen probably Darren Arts, not sure of the exact stuff there, but there is an accessible guide to the Fringe Festival which is very comprehensive and very good. So we'll, we might put a link up to the accessible guide so people can see accessible shows in a way that is accessible to them. Anyway, we must get out of here and uh, make way for Cantata by Lovely, which are up very soon. Any last thoughts, Raphael, before we leave people for another month? I said keep listening to 3CR. We're going to go out with a song called Mexican LA 
Thank you very much for being listening to Kristen Emerson from the Blurry Borders exhibition. Kept and, listening and, completed by a lovely. Thank and, you very much to Loz McLeish, Murdoch yep. McLeish, Kelly Whitworth, who's coming. Thank you very yep. much, Finn. Killing it. Can't, can't tell any more than that. Don't for me. And we will be, and Finn Mir will be flying solo on the 6th of October. Thanks very much Can for I listening. Thanks. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.